So, hello and welcome to a new episode on this podcast. Today I want to talk about the anime um, No Game No Life. It's on Netflix and, well, would I recommend checking it out? I would say, yeah, yeah, you could check it out. Um, it's not the perfect anime, it's not the best anime, but it is a unique anime and, well, it has some pretty good moments in it, so yeah. I recommend checking it out. So for more detail, you can uh, continue listening. If you don't want to get spoiled, you should check it out now and uh, come back, of course, to uh, re-watch this entire podcast. Um, okay, so No Game, No Life. Is it a good anime? I would say in many aspects, it is a very interesting one. It's an unconventional anime. Um, so I might have actually mentioned it before on this podcast. No, I think that's actually the first time that I ever introduced the system here, um, but my friends and I talked about a way to categorize anime, and we thought of four categories, uh, which is uh, story, animation or style, um, personal investment and characters. So um, story being, you know, overarching story, is it interesting or not? Um, style and animation being quite obvious. Investment being how much you personally feel like there's something at stake or how much you are interested in watching it. Um, which is a very subjective category. Like you can't objectively say that this is more interesting or in, like, you know, you know what I mean. And uh, characters is essentially how well the characters work together or how well they are developed. So I think that's a pretty good one. You could just like summarize it all as enjoyability, which is my personal opinion, uh, which is what I'm doing right now. So yeah, um, the story is. So I like the story, and I also don't like the story. Um, but the overarching story, like the, the, the general theme of the episodes, uh, of the entire anime, is, in my mind, one of the most interesting ones uh, I have seen in a long time. Like, this is an isekai anime, right? You have one, well, shut-in gamer kind of stereotype, but really hardcore, like, like seriously, just never leaving their house. Um, and his little sister, which is literally like a very young sister, dangerously young, if you know what I'm saying. Um, and they both get isekai so transported to a different world uh, in which they are, well, in, in which everyone solves like their problems with their everyday life by doing elaborate games, uh, by, by essentially entering a competition with each other. That is from like personal disputes to like national conflicts or like differences in interests or whatever that's all solved through games which is very convenient because these two are just as it happens the best gamers ever literally uh, well there's an anime about gaming whoops sorry about that um and um so the guys essentially just try to like gain more power more influence more fame just by gaming literally against everyone um and they okay spoiler alert right now they like they managed to win over... Oh, wait, I should probably introduce the, the world. Um, so, the, like, there are gods in this world who are solving their problems through games, and everyone else does it too. There's, like, I think 13 different races, and humanity, or humanity, as it's for some reason called in the anime, uh, is, like, the lowest one. They're the, they're the worst. <laughs> so, uh, they, of course, being humans, belong to humanity, and uh, they try to, like, fight back the position of humanity uh, on this global scale uh, of the world so they essentially decide to take the entire kin kingdom for themselves there's like a big contest of who becomes the next ruler and they uh, win like they just become 
the leaders of the entire race of humans in this new world within a couple of episodes, which is very impressive. Um, they make the princess of the nation, essentially their sidekick, and they will go on battling the uh, neighboring states who are more powerful than the humanity or humanity and uh, like the elves they win against them they win they, they win everything all right it's a it's a very straightforward concept but the interesting part is not whether they win because they will win uh, because they always go all out like they say they they put everything on the line which is why this is interesting but it's not about how uh, it's not about why or whether they will win but it's like how are they going to win? That's the interesting part of the episodes. Like getting to the interesting part where they win in the end and reveal that they had a plan from the beginning onwards. Um, it's it's very unconventional because isekai animes are so stereotypical in, in many cases. Um, it's always like rank up, get to the next level, do this one quest, defeat the demon king. It's very, you have seen it somewhere else. And this one, just breaks conventions like it's nothing they fight lit like they challenge the gods within the first couple of episodes which is very bold move and i find that super interesting i thought that was the most refreshing like story i've ever seen people who are so like determined to become the most awesome people ever because they have so much self-confidence these people are legit good like uh, the main the main character and his little sister like they know that they are really good and really overpowered and they fucking act like it it's one of the most oh, i should probably mention that belongs to the cat uh, the category of characters but these guys are so fucking full of themselves they're so self-confident which is what you would expect as like a super overconfident uh, uh, anime protagonist like yeah they act cocky, they act like they know they're gonna win, which they probably do. Um, so yeah, they have this this kind of uh, very, not stoic, but like grandiose attitude uh, where they, they challenge to, like, they, they go against absurd odds and still turn out victorious. That's the kind of shit I really like. Um, and I didn't know I was going to enjoy this that much because seeing like a character be so bold like just completely throwing away all humility just like saying oh you're a god all right well i guess i'm gonna beat the fuck out of you like in the game um that's so surprising and so refreshing i personally very much enjoyed it so yeah in the, the story category i must say this is one of the best anime or like the most unconventional anime i've ever seen um Animation and style, many people don't like the art style. I personally very much enjoyed it. Like, I thought it was so, again, unconventional. This is a strange anime. This is a, like, you're, even though you're able to tell how the episodes are going to end, they're going to win. But um, it's very interesting to see them, like, being so different. Because like, this doesn't feel like an isekai. This feels like a fucking, like, epic tale of how two shut-in gamers defeated everyone in a race of gamers. Um... Yeah, like, these people are exceptional, and their art style is also very exceptional. Like, the, it, it looks... How does it look different? It looks more maybe artistic? I, like, hmm, I don't know. But it adds a unique style to it. Like, you, if you would zap through television, like, you cannot distinguish a lot of the isekais. Like, if you see a medieval town, it's just like, I guess, some isekai. But uh, here, you're gonna tell, because it looks distinctive. And that's, that's a bonus for me. That's a plus. That's a big pro for them um so story and, and animation style although like i the positive signs of the overarching story are it's unconventional it is grandiose it's ridiculous 
and I love it. But the bad part is that it's kind of clear how it's gonna end. These guys have to win every episode. I mentioned that because they always put everything on the line. There was an episode where they literally just bet every life of every living human, like, for, like as as a wager. You cannot lose in such odds. It adds a lot of tension, though. But you know, it's ridiculous. They cannot lose this, and they will not lose it because they are overpowered. Investment. That's a good. Oh, that was fucking smooth as shit. Actually, um, yeah. So that leads to the fact that it's not very. Like, you're not very invested in every episode, because if you know how it's going to end, if you know, well, that was a bold move, but it's going to pay off in the end, that's essentially how you feel the entire anime. It's like, wow, these guys really go all out, and everyone is surprised. Like, this is this whole power fantasy isekai thing, uh, which, that's a very common theme in isekai, right? Well, of course, in this new world, they're so overpowered and so ridiculously, like, ahead of everyone, have fought, like, 15 steps ahead. Yeah, it's, I don't know, some episodes you were just sitting there like, okay, you can just tell us how you're going to win. Or, and that's the bad thing, they just bullshit some excuse for why they win. That's the biggest flaw in this entire anime, is that they, even though they really tried, but again, they attempt the impossible. Of course they have to, like, find some bullshit, like, way of sneaking in some explanation why these guys are able to win against such ridiculous odds. Um, But sometimes they really don't even, like... It's dumb. Sometimes they just bullshit excuses for why these guys are too strong. There was a one particular episode in which they had to fight like a virtual reality, like sort of like a, a shooter, an, an ego shooter, RPG kind of, I don't know. It was a, like essentially just a running around and shooting other people in, in team, a team deathmatch, I think. Um, and and the, the principle was like, you know, it's essentially a shooter, right? It's it's mostly just tactics, but they introduced such a stupid reason for the like the little sister character to be like overpowered in this specific setting because she wasn't really doing much for the story in the entire anime. The main character carries the entire fucking story, um, but she was like so bullshitting like <laughs> shots that she was like bouncing them off like fifteen walls and hitting them in sp- super targeted spots just because she was quick at math kind of a bullshit excuse right they're just like no that's bullshit right and they know it uh there was one scene for which this anime is actually really famous for which uh, perfectly just elaborates what i was trying to say here um at the end of the first season this guy is like it's a big bet and he's flipping a coin literally just flipping a coin you can't influence that by much he's flipping the coin and i think both sides had negative outcomes for him so he just flips the coin and it lands like on the edge, in between, like, uh, between heads and tails, like, between two stones on the floor, and this guy has such a fucking smug look on his face, like, you see what I did there, as if he was fucking, like, he would just literally just bullshitted the story in a way that he was flipping the coin and pretending like he knew, or actually, like, in this, within the universe, he probably, like, influenced it in some way. Yeah, but, um, essentially, it's just bullshitting such a dumb reason for him to win this argument and it 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 shows right it's dumb it's dumb and they fucking know it i still want a second season though like (laughs) yeah um but so investment is shaky i guess at best Uh, it that's the weak point of the show you know how it's going to end. You know it's going to be bullshit. It, that kind of takes the fun out of it. But, well, 
well, like, it can't be perfect, you know. Um, finally, the characters. Another reason why it's not the perfect show. Um, the characters are, again, so the attitude, the attitude of them is interesting, right? I love the way they confront the absurd, like, ridiculous dimensions of, of, of problems that confront them, right? Um, and the challenges that, like, lay before them, they really charge into them in a very heroic and impressive way it's it's very entertaining to say the least and that reflects in their characters right um they're self-confident as i said cocky as expected of overpowered anime protagonists in fact almost being a parody of them because they are so self-aware of how overpowered they are uh, that they don't have any reservations going all out they don't hesitate they just do it I like that a lot. I think that's one of the best and the strongest suits, uh, the strongest trait of the show is the characters who are so willing to take risks. Um, but they also have this very weird sister-brother relationship going on. That's the main criticism I had with this show for so long, why I refused to watch it. Um, the, the brother and his very, very young sister, I think she's like, 13 at best this is some iramanga sensei shit here but um she they have like a very intimate relationship i'm saying this in a non-sexual way but they also have this super weird like incestual vibe going on like there is an episode in which it becomes a vital plot point that these two kiss I actually, okay, that's a shit argument because that's my favorite episode of all of them. I know, I know, shut up. Okay, um, good good job not preparing for this podcast. But yeah, um, they, they have very weird kind of not being afraid of physical like interaction, nudity and all that stuff is okay uh, between those characters. And they managed to include both uh, like pedo and incest in one character, which is very impressive. I didn't like that and I still don't very much uh, like it, but... It adds again to the very easygoing chemistry between the main characters. They've, they've been living for together. Uh, they have been living together for very long, essentially their entire life. Have been gaming together. They always act as one unit. They never get into like arguments, which is very interesting to see. Um, and that leads me to the general like theme of this anime, which is very light. It's a light-hearted anime. It doesn't take itself too seriously. And I think that's great. It's a good anime. It's a good change of pace in like comparison to lots of other um, isekai genre uh, animes, which have this like serious uh, have to get better and have to rank up uh, theme. This one is is you you can't compare it. This is a very light anime. It it does have high stakes, but. It, it's more meant to be uh, stupidly enjoyed than thoroughly anticipated and like being super invested in everything that happens. It's just like lean back, eat popcorns and watch the show. Um, and yeah, I think that's that's perfectly fine. In fact, that is the perfect format for this kind of ridiculous concept that this entire thing is based off on. Uh, the characters reflect that. They're easygoing. They act a bit more, um, let's say insecure not insecure but but uh, unsafely like how you say that dangerously they live uh, very daringly um uh yeah it's it's enjoyable though i must say i enjoyed it um but 
So it has this problem of they just bullshit some explanations why they have to uh, like win every episode or every arch uh, story arc. Uh, they have this very problematic relationship between brother and sister. Yeah, and beyond like beyond that, that's actually a very perfectly fine anime to watch. Now, let me just tell you, all of that would be like a maybe a B tier anime, right? If you go from, from S to F tier. Um, but the reason why this one might actually be a bit better than that is because it has... Okay, because of three reasons. A, it has a ton of fan service. Like, a ton. That's a big bonus for me, I must say. Uh, even though that sounds a bit shallow, but this is a very light anime. And that acts to kind of support that theme of don't take it too seriously, don't think about it, and just enjoy it. That's essentially how you are supposed to enjoy this anime. Um, the second reason being, it is at some points, at very, like at very limited like intervals, but they are there, it is seriously funny. Like, the characters work in, in some instances, they're not perfect, they're not Konosuba level of of funny, but they have funny situations arising out of their interactions. Um, and the third reason, and that's the most striking one, is that it has one of the best episodes in all of anime, for me at least. And I say that fully aware of how awesome anime can be, but I tell you, season one, episode six of this is beyond like the scope of this anime this is like oh did i say b tier before i think it was like c tier uh, sorry like st standard isekai slight deviations maybe between c and b tier um but this elevates it to a really interesting level this one episode which is so fucking awesome i love that episode and i have watched this one episode not the entire anime but this episode at least eight times it is beyond like it's it's so awesome to me that an anime like this includes something as mind-blowingly cool as this episode um let me just talk about it why why i personally find that to be the most awesome episode of all of them i want i actually wanted to make this episode about uh, this episode of the podcast just about this one episode because that's how awesome it is um but i, I just talked 80 minutes about uh, the other stuff so um I'm trying to uh, do it a bit quickly now. Uh, the episode is about this guy playing like mind games against an angel kind of type of being. I don't know. Um, and like these guys never lose essentially. And they again, they bet like huge, like uh, essentially his wager was an iPad and her wager was like her entire life in a huge uh, library. It's, I don't know, they, they are equivalent. Like they, they agreed to do this game. Um, but it's like, uh, you already know they're going to win, right? And they have this cocky attitude. But this episode blows my mind. And I blew my mind every time, like the first time, and it bl still blows it every time. Um, it's like just a word game. Like you just play, you know what? Fucking watch it yourself. Shut up. Don't don't talk, Alex. Don't spoil anything. Just watch the episode. Epi uh, season one, episode six. Come back here. Um, and... Spoiler alert now, because I'm going to talk about it. This guy just plays a word game, right? Um, and it's like a material word game. So every word you say will appear or disappear if it already exists uh, in this universe. And it's like this like last letter of this word has to be the first letter of the next word. This kind of standard game. But uh, like to the next level, 
like elevated to a new d dimension of awesomeness um and so they create a new like an, an entire isolated world and they can literally do anything they want in this world now the fucking mind games that are playing in this episode are ridiculous this guy okay this is the hugest spoiler i could do please watch the episode if you haven't already um but at towards the end he literally just lets like the earth's mantle and the surface of the earth disappear so that they fall down into the core of the earth then he lets like they essentially like she they still fight against the angel but they let the oxygen disappear and the angel then like says air so that the air reappears but in actuality he just let oxygen disappear right and because he knows that the that the angel doesn't know about atom theory right so they think air is just like suddenly gone right he used some word uh, to make air go away and so she just has to say they like the other word that just air to make the air reappear but in actuality he let just like the oxygen disappear so when she says air everything else but the oxygen uh, vanishes and the pure oxygen is like the entire atmosphere suddenly so like that was a fucking huge trick for once because using literally like scientific knowledge that is not yet existent in this world is brilliant um but like damn they really thought that through they thought about what every action would imply and they made a situation in which that is useful in which it works within the rules of the universe in which saying well if you use this word then uh, it will disappear and if you say like if it already is disappear like if it doesn't exist yet it will reappear so saying oxygen and then someone else says air then the oxygen disappears first and when you say air then everything else but the oxygen disappears and oxygen reappears so pure oxygen is essentially poison so you know it's about who loses the game is essentially the person who dies first <laughs> um or can't think of anything within 30 seconds the ending is so intense like there's like maybe one to two minutes of pure tension because then they make the atmosphere go away so no one can speak right um but then they figure out that this like the um angel can write essentially like concepts you just have to state a concept don't have to say it um and uh yeah by the way this is the scene where they, they kiss in order to recirculate oxygen so they can stay conscious a bit longer than the angel it's kind of a eh, forced situation but i ugh, i guess i guess it's okay it's excusable in this context but yeah um if you haven't if you can't tell by how stupidly unorganized i am by explaining this i, I am improvising this um but yeah the the, the episode ends with them it, like, oh, dude, that's the coolest part of the episode. The episode ends with them literally just making the like the law, the Coulomb, uh, the law of Coulomb. I don't know how you call it in English, but like this, this law, this fundamental physical law that like holds atom apart, atoms apart from each other. Um, they make that disappear. So they just literally changed the fundamental physics of this this. Like the new universe that this happens, um, that this place and uh, this fight uh, takes place, right? They literally change basic fundamental physics to win this. And this is so awesome because then they also follow that. It would, like, all of the matter would instantly collapse and they would literally form a supernova immediately. 
And can I just say that ending any kind of episode with the protagonist making a supernova to kill themselves and the enemy, and their, their only advantage is because right at the beginning of like the final scene, the final elements of this fight, they climbed a bit higher than the other angels, so they are like a infinitesimal amount like behind them so that the explosion will kill them just a bit quicker than uh, it will kill them so the the explosion of the supernova will vaporize the angel just as a fraction of a second quicker than it will them and that's the way to win the war uh, the, the 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 duel that is brilliant plus it features literally one of the biggest explosions in anime like this guy just makes a supernova that like that alone is enough for me to make it one of the most memorable episodes in anime ever this is one of the best fight scenes even though it doesn't involve any fighting because the end is literally the entire fucking solar system and far beyond that being engulfed in a supernova almost instantly and that's how they win that's how fucking awesome it you i cannot tell you i have to keep my voice down because it's 5 a.m in the morning where i'm t speaking right here i have a fucked up sleep sleep schedule but i would be screaming at how awesome it was if it wasn't for this very unpleasant limitation but yeah i must say i'm impressed i was impressed i still am impressed that this made it into an episode and yes like boros versus saitama and one punch man that's an awesome fight well choreographed well animated well fucking written just awesome all together but the scale of in which things are happening making the earth surface the earth mantle disappear and actually realistically portraying how long it would take for them to fall down like they fall down into the earth core but they can like easily duel for like half an hour until they reach the floor uh, reach the earth's core um that is so well thought out i must if every episode of this anime was as well written as this one which is impossible but if it was if it were i guess this would have been an S-tier anime. Sadly, if this anime was just this one episode, because this episode is perfect, it has fan service, it has well thought out fan service, because they made both nipples and body cavities uh, down there disappear, so it's actually safe for work to show uh, completely exposed bodies. That is a big IQ brain move. I respect whoever wrote that into the script. It wasn't strictly necessary, but it is very much appreciated. I cannot tell you how awesome this show, like this one episode was. The entire anime is okay. Again, I said it struggles with story. It struggles with keeping me interested and invested because it's not investing. It's interesting to think about the concept of what they are doing. Conquering an entire world, fighting gods, but it's not interesting and investing if it's, if it's just him bullshitting a solution. But in this episode, this guy fought everything. It was not him changing luck it was just a battle of wits and he won it fair and square i must say that was impressive also by the way did i mention no i didn't but i'm still gonna mention it did i mention it right at the beginning the first move of the entire battle of the, this duel was him literally just creating an, a hydrogen bomb and almost killing everyone that was the first move watch the fucking fight i cannot emphasize that enough it's beyond like, it's, it's beyond what I would have ever imagined of any anime when it comes to story and what happens. That's, the scale is, is off. In my mind, if the anime was just a bit better, um, it would elevate this episode to such a degree where I would say this belongs into an anime hall of fame of awesomeness. 
if you want to, just watch this one episode. The rest of the anime is okay. This one is awesome. That's it. I think I'm done for today. I, I, I said enough. Watch the anime. It's on Netflix. Season 1, episode 6. That's pretty much all you need to know. Goodbye.